So you guys are the cows. She's the pretty pig. And then Mark is the panty-chewing goat. What? And you're the dead farmer? (laughs) Yes. We're going to trample him. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. But but cows, pretty pig. Just, just move on. Panty chewing goat. Fuck off. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we talk about and explore the adventures of kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. I'm getting like really evil glares here. And at the end, we sing a song. Moo. 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 Recording live from the Perverted Podcast Studio at Camp Fifi, deep in the suburbs of Los Angeles. <laughs> Technically not even in Los Angeles County. In front of our Perverted Studio audience. Hello, Mark. Woo! <laughs> I'm Fee. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I am Boogie. And here we are. Here we are. Show 11, motherfucker. 1-1. One, one. One, 11. One. We're now in... Prime number. See, it, 10 was like, you know, okay, we made it to 10, and now it's just... Is, is the show like, turned to 11? Now. We go up to 11. Oh, oh you, went, 11. you guys went spinal tap on us today. <laughs> All right, so that's obviously we have nothing for potato mayhem. Yes, we do. That's a, wait, we have a jingle. Potato mayhem. <laughs> that's the not fuck a is jingle. That? Well, I don't want to go jingle into a jingle because we have you the following know. Show blah, blah, I don't want to go into potato. You know, so I didn't want a big jingle. So we're here. I was expecting a little more. Than Who that did either. something? I got strep throat again. Huh? Oh, Isn't that awesome? I was out all last week with the same strep throat. That was that was exciting. So exciting that you keep getting that at my house. That's mm. great. <laughs> Come here, baby. That was the extent of your week. Scott. All right, no. Well, I, what did you do? I took I took my friend uh, TMG, who was who was one of our spankies on the Wheel of Kink a couple episodes ago. I took her to her first dungeon party. Ooh. Nice. That she looked fun. really nice. Yeah, and we yes. got violet wanded and my nipples burnt. Oh. <laughs> Yay. Did you Yay. do that? Huh? Yeah. Did you do that? Some of well, it. Okay, here's the thing. It happened Wednesday, and then I went again on Saturday and did Violet Wand again. One of the two Ooh. burned my nipple, but I'm, I think it happened before. I think it happened on Wednesday, but it might have happened again on Saturday. I'm a he nice Violet Wander. Saturday was a You nice, burned her nipple. I'm a nice But I'm pretty sure wander. it was him. Yeah. That was Wednesday. That was Wednesday. Okay. What about you? What's going on? Let's, re- let's run through these. Come on. You got, I got nothing? I got stood up. Oh, oh man. You're a rock star. Oh. Fucking men, dude. Fucking men. <laughs> oh, oh, you had to start her. You had to start her. Calm down, Fee. Ooh. Calm down. Breathe. Breathe. Sorry. Breathe. Let's go on to Abyss. Hey. Abyss so, had the only, like, the fun stuff. Uh, I went to, I ended up in Buffalo, New York for a Harry Potter themed wedding, which was totally amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Did you guys like go divorces soonest? No, actually, I, I, I'm, I, I'm cheerleading for these two. They so. didn't appreciate that level of no, spell. No, I actually am cheerleading. Most of the time I'm like, oh, what are you doing? These two I'm cheerleading for. Um, and I also planted the pee pee flag. <gasps> Yay! At Niagara Falls. That was At awesome. Niagara Falls. That was very sexy. Right, super wet. All right. So what are we? We just going to. That, that was it. That was it. That was. That was. Potato mayhem. That was by far the worst, lamest, and most uninteresting potato mayhem. Hey, I think Harry we've Potter fucking way. It was. I mean, okay. There, yeah. there was Life wands. is the place where unicorns play. But then they fuck each other in the ass with their horns. Because that's the kind of freaky shit that happens on Fed FetLife.com is the world's greatest social media site for kinky people, and every week we talk a little bit about the stuff that FetLife people are talking about. For your peace of mind, please know that every group or blog post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay, so we're going to be talking about polyamory, and it's from Again? one of our... Yes. <laughs> Twice. Just because you're not good at it, Boogie, doesn't mean oh, we shouldn't talk oh, about it. Oh. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Why, why, oh, oh, and look, and Mark and Abyss, totally red face. Okay. Well, fuck you very much. So Thank you, Kathy. This is coming from one of our affiliate groups, which is amazing. We, I love this group. Pra- Practicing Polyamory is the name of it. That is awesome. It's a thread called, Is Polyamory Primarily a Holding Pattern? Someone asking that because 
I really cannot pronounce her name. She's such a sweetheart, though. Neolodia. I'm. I know I'm not getting that. <laughs> Nickelodeon. Right. Nickelodeon. That's kind of awesome, Nickelodeon. It's an awesome channel. I love it. She says it seems like even those who proclaim poly so strongly often end up defaulting to monogamy. Many people live poly as a way of, quote unquote, keeping their options open until they find the person that they really want to devote their full time life to. I see you blinking, Fee. Because that is exactly what I'm doing right now. I oh. I am not poly, but I am let's call it practicing with my air quotes i am practicing because right now i have multiple partners play partners and that is what it is and they're all poly because everybody's poly but i'm not and as soon as i find my one person you're out i'm out i I mean i love you all and you're my best friends and i dig you but i'm not playing with you anymore once i have someone permanent that's poly are you promising uh you're already done boogie You're already off the roster. Oh. Relax. <laughs> that, that would be poly play though, right? Yeah, there are a lot play. of us that are, yeah. we do poly play and that's different from polyamory. So I I, I, I'm trying to understand what the concept here. That's like, I'm just, I mean like with Fee, she's not poly. So she's poly pretending we know that. So you're talking about people who are like deceptive when they go into the relationship no, she, or they think, just don't get it I themselves. Think, I, I think what I got from her whole thing was that she was, she had been practicing poly, the poly lifestyle, and she had faith in a lot of her poly partners that she wouldn't be pushed out for somebody else because they were practicing poly. And instead, a lot of the people she kept running into were basically, oh, I'm poly, I'm poly, I'm poly, we're great, we're great, we're great. And, and then, then she, they meet somebody and she gets kicked off to the side. I also look at it this way. It's also called dating. I mean, mm-hmm. back in the day, you used to date. You would date multiple people until you, quote unquote, went steady with somebody. Will you go with me? Uh, oh. <laughs> totally go with me. <laughs> go where? To the movies? No, I mean, look at it. Go with me. So basically, I can understand where this person is coming from, but I think it. Is kind of a broad spectrum saying that everyone in her area is just waiting for the right monogamous relationship. I, I don't think that everyone's doing that, but I do think there's a lot of people who call what they do poly and it's not really poly. It's like what Abyss is saying. It's either dating or it's poly play like what I'm doing. And it's, it's not necessarily, but poly is just like this really easy, all encompassing word that means I do things with more than one person to a lot of people. And it's not necessarily the exact relationship dynamic i think it also comes down first off can we i'll just on a technical note can we just call this ollie amory <laughs> because like every it. fucking p is just all as the engineer i'm like oh my god what can i do so in ollie amorous relationships um i i think also what might be happening i mean is this person uh in ollie amorous relationships with uh with people that um that aren't necessarily long-term or experienced in... No, she, she's very clear to say that this is just in her experience. She doesn't know why she, she comes across this time and time again, that it's people who just actively proclaim that poly is the thing and that they're poly only to find that they turn around and they find the one and they drop everybody else. And suddenly they're no longer polyamorous, mm-hmm. they're, they're monogamous. I, I ran into a friend at Threshold this weekend who had always been polyamorous and... <laughs> Uh, and so I was like, hey, catching up with her. I'm like, hey, how's it going? She's like, well, I'm monogamous now. And I was like, what? Just that. So it's not for everybody. Everyone mm-hmm. defines themselves. So, I mean, I mean, you can evolve as you want. You may think you're polyamorous and then, you know, <laughs> discover. Develop into like non-monogamous. Non-monogamous or whatever. I mean, we're not, we're not telling people who to be. I mean, people do develop in any relationship. Because what, what was it? Was it in that post that it was like, oh, people only last two years? Oh, yeah, that was. That and, was something that you know that only said. people only last in poly two years. I'm like, which is dangerous for us because we just two years actually. Today, Abyss and I, uh, we've <gasps> known today? each other for two years now. Uh, There's cool. no jingle for that. So, <laughs> sorry, you. Uh, so you. Uh, Abyss is not oh, approachable. No, <laughs> no, Lois. Well, yeah. I'll. God, no, I'll just. But I think. I think that goes in any relationship. If you look at the ratio of how long relationships last in general, I don't think it's just a, a poly thing. Well, you, I, I'm sorry. No, you go. Okay. I also think that, like it or not, we are hardwired almost to be monogamous. It's just drilled into us from 
from day one. Everything that we see is monogamous. Mono- everything. <laughs> no, but it doesn't matter because our, in our formative years, that's what we saw from our parents to our, the movies, the books, everything that we saw was monogamous. It's very difficult to get away from that no matter how. We may stand there and say, logically speaking, rationally speaking, mon- uh, polyamory makes a whole lot of sense. But it's, it's very difficult to get away from that because I, I think it's just hardwired into us. So you think it's... it's See, I don't. Well, I guess because I've been, I, I just, I've been, I had the same programming with the, you know, the the Christianity and all the shit that I was in. But I mean, I was, I have never been good at monogamy. I have always just died in flaming crash of you're death. Doing real stellar in Polly. Polly's oh, been good. You know what? I don't. You know, better. huh? It's yeah. You know what? Better. I've been in this relationship. I at two years, um, I lusted after her today, and uh, and. We still have hot sex, and I'm still into her. I'm still engaged in this environment that we're doing. Uh, obviously, there are problems. There's problems in any fucking relationship. I mean, to say that this is just exclusive to Polly is just retarded. Um, but I'm more engaged longer in this relationship than I've ever been in any other relationship. And you and Mark have been coming up on quite a while, too. We're just about, I don't know, about a year. In we're October. We're about one year. So um, Polly does work, and now we're going to talk about Poly. More Polly, is yeah. that what it is now? As long Cause as you know why, because because Polly, 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 Polly. Polly is great. Polly is hard. Polly is sexy. <laughs> Fucking hard. I need some Polly sanity. Polyamory can be amazing, but without hard work, it can plunge headfirst into a trash compactor of sizzling sodomous death. Now here to help you navigate, communicate, and negotiate your way through your wild poly adventure. <laughs> Did we is, have to read this shit? <laughs> is our okay, we'll have a production meeting. Didn't this was do- out of town. <laughs> Look, I also wanted to mention first that we have a new affiliate that I didn't mention during Fet Life, and that is a sound spanking. You guys, we we did we one did of their we of did this. one of their things last week, but this is they actually we did the official thing. Oh, they're official. They're now. official now. Okay. A sound spanking, which is a great group because I'm just a huge spanko. We're all huge spankos. Mm-hmm. So um, that's a great new I'm one of our uh, affiliates. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, who who made the the call to go polyamorous discussion into polyamorous um, discussion? That was actually you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You, because we had Fion Fee up next up there, and then you just. It says right here, Fet Life yeah. stuff, Poly Sanity. It says yeah. it right yeah, in yeah. front of me. That's what yeah. we went it's over. Cool. Well, cool. can we just go it's on? Whatever. Polly's hard. Eleven. So you gotta keep talking about <laughs> Show it. Show eleven. Well, you know what? Here's what the deal. We- this isn't really a polyamorous issue. Um, there's a polyamorous scenario that happened that brought about this topic. Um, but this is not. Uh, this is any relationship because you can be jealous in a monogamous relationship. Definitely, uh, you can be envious in a relationship. And so today, what I was going to talk about was the difference between envy and jealousy, because a lot of people think jealous, 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 and they don't identify the fact that it may be just slightly different and fall into envy. And uh, we have a book in our community called The Ethical Slut. Uh, I don't know. Do you know who the author is of that? <laughs> you read it. Google it. Um, but uh, yeah, Google it, The Ethical Slut. And it's not just about polyamorous relationships. It's about relationships in general. And so I don't feel bad going into polysanity now because this is really any relationship is going to deal with uh, envy and jealousy. And I think it's important to differentiate in, in that book, The Ethical Slut, in like chapter 13 or whatever, um, it really talks about knowing the differences because if you know the differences, like you're going to have a feeling and then once you have that feeling, you need to really identify with yourself what what are you actually experiencing. And if you if you kind of label it one thing, then you kind of go down that road. Like one of them is about resentment and the other one is just about possession and, and something that you didn't get. And so I read up, the, I looked up the uh, difference between envy and jealousy and, uh, and I got this in one of the, the dictionary sites. It says, envy denotes a longing to possess something awarded to or achieved by another, to feel envy when a friend inherits a fortune. Whereas jealousy, on the other hand, denotes a feeling of resentment that another has gained something that uh, more rightfully you deserve or that you feel it. Uh, to feel jealousy like a coworker receives a promotion that you feel you worked for. 
that would be more of a jealousy because now you resent the coworker. You're angry at the at the uh, the boss or whatever. So if you're angry that your coworker got it, but you think that you should have had it too, is that envy or jealousy? That would be. That would be, be jealousy. That would be jealousy. I mean, it's it's like it's okay that my coworker got it. I just want it too. Yeah. It well, that would be if if you're not if you don't have. I guess the resentment would be more okay. in the jealousy, and the envy is to want what the other person is getting the, that you don't have. The way it was explained to me, or it was actually, I believe, in the ethical slut, how I took away from it was with envy. It's something that you wanted, like you were envious of the time they spent together and you, and what it boiled down to was that your needs weren't being met. You were feeling ignored or whatever. You were envious of that versus jealousy where jealousy is possessive. Jealousy is I deserved that because that person is taking something away from me. That was mine. That's how I was took it away from. I, I agree. It almost seems like when you use the word jealous, uh, there seems to, to denote some feeling of anger toward the other person because they have something that rightfully belongs to you. So that is aggression that is uh, directed at someone else. And envy, you're, uh, you're envious of the situation and would like to have it with someone else or even with that person. But I think when it's poison to, have, to be jealous because it really is an ugly, angry feeling directed at another human being and if you could rip that away from them, you would, and you would keep it for yourself. Hmm. Absolutely. I, I had an experience recently. I had a few experiences recently. And this is where I talked about, you know, I guess I, this is going to be my fun day. Uh, usually I don't like to feel. I like to be Mr. Spock from Star Trek. I would love to have minimal to no emotions whatsoever and just be really smart. Instead, I'm trapped inside this Kirk body who obviously is the raging emo fucking later Kirk, you know? (laughs) Um, So I had to deal with both of these very recently. And usually I try to be like, I'm going to be the advanced guy, you know, in, in our relationship, my relationship with abyss, my relationship with Mark and that I don't want to be the guy. This is all about who I want to be. This is my identity, but it doesn't always necessarily mean this is who I am. And that's what I have to struggle with. And the situation that came up over the last couple of weeks, um, really, I had to really struggle with who I want to be versus who I really am. And I had to struggle with these terms because I got envious, jealous, and resentful, and I fucking despised myself for it. It was something that I really felt a lot of shame because I try so hard to be cool and, oh, we don't have to talk about it. You be your person. I'll be my person. You know, I I don't want to be like this hoarding, you know, jealous person. So I really try to just say, yeah, make your decisions, man. You know, I'm good with it. And I'm really not. I just have to really admit that these feelings are going to come up and and I need to take better care of myself. The situation was um, first Mark goes like Mark, when Mark and I started, there was no, um, she had no super interest in girls, whatever she had, you know, maybe tried some things, but never really. And we had, you know, through our developing our thing, we developed all these fantasies of, you know, oh, doing, you know, of course she wants to do lots of stuff to abyss. Um, (laughs) um, but you know, and that just hasn't happened yet. Um, but we were developing, developing, and then like, uh, a couple weeks ago she's like hey i'm gonna go and give oral to gina with gina and jeremy and we have their permission to, to say their names and they're they're awesome i fucking love these people this isn't an issue with them at all and 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 once again the cool part of me is like hey you know what do do what you got to do and so she went off and did that and i walked by and i saw that whole interaction taking place and instantly i'm like rah, 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 in my fucking chest because here's some guy that's doing the thing that I was, you know, like that was supposed to be me, you know, doing that. And so she was doing that, having a great time. She had an enjoyable time. It was a great experience. Like I said, I love everybody, but that shitty feeling came up. And then a week later, Abyss goes and starts uh, a sexual relationship with another guy, which is the first time she's done that in like a, a year and a half. And so it's, you know, it was awkward enough with girls, but uh, just a little backpedaling. I fucking hate men. I traditionally don't like men. Um, So it's really difficult for me to put my head around that she would go and start uh, having sex with somebody. 
And so once again, I'm like, no, no, do what you got to do. You know, I, this is important, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, oh, okay, great. So she goes and does it. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm trying to be cool. But inside, I'm, I'm just, it wasn't even, whether it was envy or jealousy. And then like a week later, Mark then once again goes and plays with Jeremy and, and Gina again. And Jeremy beats the shit out of her, which is the first time that's ever happened in our relationship that she went and bottomed heavy to another dude. And so like all of a sudden in like this short amount of time, I felt like I'm losing my possessions. These are the, the, I did so much work and whatever. So I really had to identify what those feelings were. And is this envy? Is this jealousy? Is this everything? One of the topics that they cover in The Ethical Slut is they a lot of times say you have to name your feelings. And by doing that, you look at the actual feeling. By saying jealousy, I was jealous. I was envious. I was jealous. That's normally an umbrella for other emotions and other fears and insecurities. So when you actually look at it, you had a fear of abandonment. You had a fear of loss. You had a fear that your work had just gone down the drain and they were they were just going to flitter away and everything you had done was over and for nothing. And you're feeling underloved and underappreciated. And these are all feelings you're allowed to have, you know, but it, by just calling it jealousy, that's not looking at the actual issue. It's looking at the scab that's over the wound. And I had to do this because much like your freak out many months ago, I had a pretty fucking epic meltdown and ended up going to therapy because I didn't like the way it made me feel. I felt out of control. Like I wanted to be so desperately happy for you and Mark. Like, honestly, I wanted to, like, I knew it was a big occasion and you guys had worked so hard and you had developed into this thing. And deep down, I wanted to be happy for you. But the surface me literally wanted to tear you both apart and set you on fire. So I'm glad, glad you just went to therapy. <laughs> just went to therapy. That was, that was a good Maybe call. Maybe I should try therapy. You probably should, because actually. I feel like setting some people on fire. Well, I th- uh, <laughs> Go ahead. You, you take and then I'll... I, I think, um, thank you for sharing that because that's not mm-hmm. an easy thing to admit. It And I think that it takes, I'm going to compliment you, so don't get all butthurt on me, all right? But I think mm-hmm. it takes a tremendous, amazing human being to be able to do that because not a lot of us can because you could very easily say just, well, that's just who I am and I'm not going to change. But to sit there and examine at what point envy became jealousy and what's going on inside of me and how can I take this apart? Not a lot of people do that. And it poisons the relationships. But it is, a, in my experience, a very difficult thing to do to sit there and really examine your mind, your emotions, your life, what it is that's going on. Like, like Abyss just said, what's underneath that scab? What is causing this? Work it through, come out the other end. A few days later, you're okay. I think so. And I think what I came down mostly, um, that it wasn't even, because there was an anger towards uh, you know, Abyss's new lover or Jeremy, um, I don't give a, f- they're fucking dudes. I mean, I love Jeremy. Maybe there was something that he's like one of the only daddies in you know our community that I know. And I like really, really respect. So maybe there was something there, um, you know, that there was a, like a, I did all the fucking work. You fucking, fucking Muppet looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I love him. But I think what it really came down to is I wasn't angry at anybody but myself for having those feelings. And it was about possession. And so my way was to detach and to just say, I'm not going to possess and I don't own anybody and that's who I should be anyway. Because the thing, the standard I call myself to that I don't necessarily feel, but, and we're all like this. We've all now, all three of us have talked. Um, I have no problem fucking and playing other people. I mean, it's great. It's not going to affect my relationship with Abyss or Mark. I, I feel really comfortable with it. I just don't want them to play with anybody else. And we all feel like that. We have yeah. now all admitted that that is how we are, just complete narcissists. That, and, and there are people that do that. There are dominants that say, well, I can play with whoever I want, but you can't play with anyone but me. <clears throat> and that is just insanely <laughs> fucking douchey. Yeah. That is just somebody who is totally afraid mm-hmm. to go inside themselves. And I can't, I can't, even if I wanted to be that person, I can't be that person because... I would know that that is just such a shitty, fearful thing to do. And this also, it's not just for Polly. I have, oh, I have had, not. I have had 
gut-wrenching and horrific monogamous relationships where I let nothing but fear and jealousy drive the bus. Like every dude, I was bad. Like if I saw, if some girl checked out my man, oh hell no. There was going to be some fucking nails popping off and that bitch was going down. Like Hold my weave. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm... I haven't actually talked to you guys about this yet, but I'm I'm experiencing a similar problem, issue, mm. whatever. It's it's envy, it's not jealousy because I don't want to take it away from anybody, but I have not gotten as much play as I used to get from Boogie. And it bothers me. And it it has been I'm I'm struggling with it a lot. And it's again, not something I've actually brought up to you yet because we have not been alone in a room in like four weeks. So you're going to do it now on the show, right? Well, why not? <laughs> why not? We're, here. Hey, we're yeah. talking about this it. This is like, you know, <laughs> our listeners expect us to be so kind of like, real. I feel like uh, all the listeners just sat forward. Just, really? But it is, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult to fucking handle because I don't, I'm feeling like, well, here's what he's doing and not doing and all the ways that I'm feeling wronged, but it's really me just being angry with myself for wanting something that's not mine. And I, go ethical slut. <laughs> you, you need to read this book, honey, it's, it's a good because book. it, it actually talks about um, how a finding your needs to get met and this, that, the other. And it talks about how as humans, we define relationships by what it's not, not by what it is. Right. Yeah. So if we look at a relate, you know, Boogie and I have a great relationship and I honestly have to keep looking at it from that angle and go, we do amazing things. I love 98% of the things we do and we <laughs> can talk and we have a great connection and this, that, the other. But when I go into the not so happy place, all I can think about is what the fuck is he doing with her? Why doesn't he fucking do that with me? We've talked about it. This, that, the other, yeah. da, 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 da. And everything that we have as a foundation is just sitting there going, hey, hey guys, hey, I, I, I'm still here, but I don't want to talk to you right now. I don't care. I'm still here. So I have to constantly remind myself of what the relationship is. And I think that's something you had to retouch on as well. Absolutely. And, and I just want to say, you guys are not, the, everyone here has said a story about, what, I've had my issues too. I don't want the listeners thinking that I haven't, because I also yeah, have that thing. I, I had a partner once who I played with who was, started playing with someone else and this flaming jealousy just came up my head felt like it was in flames i was so livid and i had to stop and pull back and what i realized was i hated admitting this but the person he was playing with represented everything that i felt i had missed in life and wanted to be she was young thin energetic fearless smart as a whip everything i wanted to be and once i removed that I knew that that's, that's the shit I had to deal with. That, that belonged to me, didn't belong to anyone else. And once I was able to deal with that, then it was just plain old envy. Then yeah. it was just, uh, once you remove all that crap, just like everyone here, all you wonderful people have just talked about. You sit there, you do the work, you pull it apart, you find out where your shit is. Also, and I'm going to point out, and I'm going to pull a bookie line here. Baby, you got to love yourself because you are smart and energetic and a fucking fabulous person. Mm -hmm. So please don't ever forget that. And I'm sure you suck good dick. Giggity. I do suck good dick. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I surmise with my two Wait, things. Hold on. Uh, one, one sec. One sec. Kathy. Yes. Abyss just paid you a compliment. Thank you, Abyss. Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> this has turned into the biggest giant 25 <laughs> emo pile of shit. I knew this was going to happen. And hey, we are so over. Our listeners are all a fast forward, <laughs> over, over, whatever. Hey, sometimes we need to do this too. Uh, I surmise with this. And once again, uh, this is my theme in life. The more self-worth I have, the less I feel envious of what other people have. The more self-worth I have, the less possession I feel of another and their need to validate me. And that's kind of how I got through that, is I don't have to possess either of you. I just have to love you, let you love me, and then we all fucking have a bunch of hippie, cool, fucking kinky sex, and I put Altoids in both your asses, and uh, and life and, is good. And I found two new play partners to replace Boogie. So Congratulations. Nice. <laughs> hey, you know I what, though? I will stepping say. Stepping stone. Hello. It says it on my profile. Hey, also, I'd like to point out, this pushed your ass out to go check some shit. I guess. It's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
V.O.V. is often intellectual With logical thoughts expressed But it's hard to pay attention whenever she talks Cause we can't stop staring at her tits My X-Men tits today <laughs> Alright This uh <laughs> oh, man. We're starting this Today way, will be the angry emo show It is uh, and, and, and Okay so because uh, August had an extra week that it's not end of the month but it is it is shark week bitches all right um anyway so uh back in i don't know what episode i talked about the guy i met at the supermarket like two or something yeah. yeah all right and so then he tried to make a date with me and and he was just pulling a lot of red flags a lot of those things that later on when you go on the date with the guy and then you have like a three-year relationship with him and then it all comes crashing down and <laughs> your friends Whoa. Whoa! That escalated quickly. <laughs> and then, and then when you're like crying over tacos, <laughs> crying over a, crying over, crying over like a beer or an ice cream pint with your friends, and you're like, and then he did this, and then he did this, and your friends are like, yeah, you should have seen it coming. He did that from the very fucking beginning. Why didn't you see that coming? Also, ouch, friends. Well, it happens though. Like you if know, they would have said something to you, would you? Yeah. You don't understand our love. Yeah. yeah. He so, got out of prison, but he's better, and I think he was innocent. There were times in my youth where where guys would pull that shit on me, where it's like, oh, can we meet up? And it'll be like, you know, like ten o'clock on a Thursday, and because I get off work late or I just got in from out of town, then you or know, I'm the, actually uh, married. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And when I was younger, I'd fall for that shit, and I would think that it was a, it was a date or it was a, a budding relationship, and it was actually just a booty call. And oh. over time, I learned the signs of guys who were just being douchebags. So, by the way, booty call is not a bad thing. I, I, I had one recently. I'm all good with a booty call, but everyone is a, aware that that's what it is. I don't like it when they're lying and making something happen that is that not both parties are aware of. So then uh, this actually involves the Ferrets blog about a teachable asshole. He's, uh, he was talking about assholes and his thing was about double dipping the chips and he didn't know it was kind of a douchebag maneuver until he saw that Seinfeld episode and then all of a sudden he was like, oh my God, I've been double dipping all this time and all my friends think I'm a dick. Because like, he didn't recognize that it was a douchey thing to do. No one ever told him. And gross. He didn't, he never thought about it. So now he's, now he's like, okay, he doesn't double dip anymore. He knows it's a douchebag thing, but there are still people who are probably grossed out when they think about him at a party because this is a thing he did for so long. Um, so I started to think how many guys that I went on first dates with... <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll get there. You could have read the fucking post. Should let people bite her under when she is bleeding like a dying animal. I fucking hate Lois. (laughs) I was thinking, how many times did I turn some guy down for a second date because he did a couple of things on the first date that I thought were douchey that were actually it was teachable douche it was like oh he did something that i could i could have taught him that that was not a cool thing to do with like a spray bottle right (laughs) and how many times did i just avoid that situation with my friends three years later when they're like yeah you should have known better he's been doing this all along Hmm. and so um i i the blog post that i was talking about kind of got popular and it was called earn the benefit because that benefit of the doubt happens when you are my friend first Hmm. When you're my friend first and you do something douchey, then I will say, hey, friend, you did this thing. It was kind of douchey. I didn't like it. It made me feel bad. And then we have a talk about it and it's all good. But if you do it on the first date, I'm not giving you the benefit of the doubt. You just you just fucked yourself, dude, because I have no interest now in moving forward with you. And that's uh, because guys are assholes. Man. <laughs> wow. We're uh, shark week. <laughs> I seriously no. Well, like- oh, yeah. Supermarket guy. I'll take you back to that didn't hear him he, we made the date he broke the date that's fine because i didn't want to fucking do the date anyway but then seven i hear nothing from him and then seven weeks later he sends me a text hey what's up fee and i'm like oh, seriously what did you just wake up from a fucking coma and decide to call me wow. where have you been for seven fucking weeks asshole and that i didn't even want to date in the first place <laughs> therapy. i'm a little scared therapy honey <laughs> seriously we may want to take a look at this therapy option i don't need therapy she is just... hard to work with when she is bleeding <laughs> like a dying animal <laughs> i agree with that it's lois homosexual <laughs> <laughs> computer generated co-host fucking lois. i don't even want to I think we need to do something to let her ask your mouth is okay when you are a computer 
You know what? Let's go fuck yourself. Can I be Lois? Get your hand away from Oh my god. That cock would fit my pussy like a glove. That's it. I like how he's just cracking himself up, by the way. Kathy should let Welcome to the Count Boogie show. The rest of us will just Hey, hey, Lois was trying to say something to Kathy. Hey, Kathy should let people bite her underwear. <laughs> I hate you, and I am never confiding in you again. You are a bad, bad man. Wait, there's a story behind that? We I no, made no, no, the mistake no, of no, telling no, him my underwear no. has holes in them. <laughs> and he went on Amazon and tried to buy me underwear, and I wouldn't <laughs> him. Kathy should let people bite her I mean, underwear. Oh, bite. I heard bite. bite. Yeah, I thought well, it was biting bite. or biting, you know. Actually, Lois, and when, I, when, I, when, I, when you first th- did the thing, I thought it was buy as in like she would sell her panties. <laughs> I, you know. I would sell my panties. See, let's. <laughs> I would do anything we for can money. Make uh, I got it an work. email from some guy. I can hook you up. He was like 100 bucks for a pair of panties and like sure. 20 bucks for a pair of sweat socks or something. You got shit. it. Yeah. Nice, is, and then you can get some chonies. That is awesome. <laughs> what are we going to do to let just jealous because more boys play games on me than you? <laughs> get your goddamn hand away from that computer. It's Lois. I'm building the rage. <laughs> Oh, wait. So what are we going to do with all this rage? Yes. Wait, no, I got another jingle. Feed is sweet, but once a month. She bleeds, and now it's Fee's bloodlust. Kill, 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 kill. Fee's bloodlust, yeah. Die, die, die. Fee's yeah. I'm sorry, I kind of love that one. I kind of love that one, too. Kill, 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 kill. Die, 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 die. I'm going to need that one for... So uh, I guess for Fee's bloodlust. Now that we have a jingle for it, you guys just laughed all over. <sighs> We're gonna teach Fee to uh, explore her toppy side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, are you gonna volunteer? Yes. Okay. Well, then get up there and uh, shove a gag in. That's it. Put the gag in. Come on, move, people. What? Tempo, tempo. Why do we need a gag on Mark? Because she has a very distinguishable laugh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Other and we want her to sound like she's suffering. Turn around. Hang on a sec. Uh, Abyss, you want to go help with this? Get up over there. Because this is Fee's bloodlust. Uh, Abyss is now going to gag Mark, which I believe this is uh, passive aggressive. Damn, that's Working tight. itself out. Yeah, let her, let, her, let her breathe a little, No, don't honey. let her breathe. So, um, so Fee, today we're going to uh, deal with paddles. Right. Okay, so now uh, with paddles, once again, it's the same thing with the spanking. You want to check for the tailbone to make sure you're not whacking the tailbone. That's just more my thing. Um, I'm just grabbing my boobs at this point. <gasps> Mark is, is Mark nomming on Abyss's boobs? Yes, she is. Why does the camera not point there? <laughs> Why? That's it. Okay, get up. Okay. Get her on her hands and knees. Uh, uh-huh. Hands right. and knees. Oh, oh, there's a lot of Pull her pants down. Come here. Come here. Come here. Pull her pants okay. down. And, then- and let me see. God damn it. There we go. There we go. Now stick your ass in the air. That's it. Now then, Fee, I want you to approach Mark's ass, and I want you to put your thumb over her... <laughs> and put your thumb right up her ass. That's... Yes, we put an Altoid there last week. It was good. Now, with your other hand, are you going to go right or left? Are you right-handed? Okay, put your left hand on check of the tailbone, and now give her a nice good swat on that lower portion of her ass. Avoiding the, the tailbone. The, the Avoiding the tailbone. Yeah, that's your choice. You're the top. Oh. <laughs> Lust. <laughs> okay, go. That's good. Uh, I I recognize that muffle. She said a little harder. I thought this was your fucking lust. I'm working on it. You said warmer up. is hard to work with when she is bleeding like a dying animal. Lois is talking smack about you. Fuck you, Lois. <laughs> Get her. Ow. Ow, that hurts me. Why am I always working? That is so awesome. Oh. Get her. Get her. She's still laughing, right? Get her. Get her. Get her. Look. Wait. Abyss. Abyss. Let me see. Abyss is getting in there. Try something else. Try something out. Make her spin the wheel. Make her spin the wheel. Well, you spin the wheel on her behalf because her ass is up in the air. Spin that wheel. Because Abyss wants to do things too. All right. What? just sneaking in swats this is the most after 11 shows we were still completely disorganized and now the wheel is spinning the wheel is spinning it's going i can't read those things and almost can't oh so and 
Kane. Hey. <laughs> All right, now Abyss is taking over here. She's like, get the fuck out of my way, Fee. You enjoyed your bloodlust. All right. So- oh, that's a good sound. Right over the condenser mic. Yeah, that's it. That Go ahead and build her up. Don't you flinch? I saw that little flinchy flinch. So now a cane has many different sensations. There's the initial sting, the pain, and then the warmth. Ready? And you know this from experience, please? Oh, or from oh people God, that was awesome. <laughs> She's laughing. Mark's just giggling. She has the funniest reactions to canes. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Oh, that's a good one. God, I love that mic. <laughs> I'm making sure I'm, a, you I'm all engineer fucking jerking off over here. <laughs> that fucking sound. I love audio. You have all, oh. Oh, did you just stick your little butt out more? She did. She did. Get her harder. Ready? Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm just going to start checking. Fee's head is buried in her hands. Fee does not like. Fee is no longer bloodlusty. She is hiding from the cane. Kathy is masturbating her cooch. That is my cane. Did you just break my cane? She broke my cane. Did you just break her cane? That's why you don't use handles. Oh, man. Handles on canes suck. Oh, I don't care. Well, then hit her again with it. This was worth Wait, it. Wait, no, 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 no. Where did it splinter? Up here. Okay, yeah, you got to toss it then. Yeah. Once there is a splinter on your canes, hit her with the other side. No. Turn it over and hit her with a handle. Yeah. Uh, oh, to the boys and girls oh, to the boys and girls out there in perverted podcast land, once you splinter your cane, if it is in the hitting surface of the cane, you must now put down the cane because you are going to now shove splinters in the bottom of your bottom. Which is now an excuse for me to go buy another cane. Now you gotta get another cane. So you can either tape it, it'll make the feeling different. Uh (laughs) And it's done. Yes! All right, that's it. That is now the nicest cane ever because it is unusable. Now it is. That looks really nice. Yeah, we're going to save that for the silent auction when we have our perverted podcast fundraiser December 20, day after Christmas. Aw, and look, you get hugs. They're cuddling. That was just completely off. And now she's She's on the boob. You guys have that boob moment. Um, Mark, we need Abyss back. Wait a minute. <laughs> She's nomming on her boobs. She was boob nomming. I like it She's how when you go thing on my scarf. When you when you wrap up Mark's mouth and you shove panties like the other day, uh, Abyss and I were playing with Mark on the cross at threshold, and she's like, I'm going to take off my panties and shove them in her mouth. It's going to be all hot, and so we fucking do it, and then we saran wrap her face, you know, so it's like they're stuck in there, and Mark like a little cute goat. <laughs> Just starts chewing the panties with those big freaking eyes of hers and just starts going round, round, round. The whole play scene. It was so funny. It was so it was totally cute. cute. But yes. Totally trying to be fierce and raw and you take my panties. And- Damn it, you all take them. Well, that was awesome. I'm, I'm. And now I owe Kathy a new cane. And now <laughs> But that I was. I'm like totally ready to just end the show and go molest people. That that was completely hot. I was very very excited. You're Kathy's giving me the thing. What? What's next? Is it uh, perverted mailbox? Yes, it is. Okay, listen to this. Oh. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> I'm glad. You, I'm glad you were listening, though. Okay, wait. You ready? Zen. I know. I suddenly feel calmer after that one. Hmm. I don't know. Perverted I'll... Mailbox. This week on Perverted Mailbox, just a, a special little shout out to a couple new friends of ours. So, BBW Baby Girl Eve, um, she wrote a blog about us. Did y'all see the blog? Loved it. It was so very sweet. Nice. She's, she's very, very sweet. sweet. Yeah. Um, so, she's been uh, mainlining our podcast just like <laughs> one after the I'm, I'm scrolling through Fet Life this weekend and I'm just saying, I just finished episode three of PP and I was like, wait, do you mean us? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then like an hour later, it's like, I just finished episode four. And I'm like, two hours later, I just finished episode six. I'm like, holy shit, she's binging on us. That's awesome. That is. We've had a lot of bingers. I mean, people are like, fuck it. I mean, people like binge binge watching their show. So she uh, she mentioned to me when in in one of the comments that we were going back and forth that her uh, her 
I think husband, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lust for FBG. Um, now listens to our show instead of calling her on his way, on his commute back and forth from work. Oops. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, okay, bro, bro, bro. Hey, bro. Bro, 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 bro. Dude, totally appreciate the listenership. Just, Just put down, put it down, bro. Mm-hmm. Pa- pa- pause this for a sec right now. Pause call the wifey. Paul. Call her. Call her. Say something really dirty, like you want to put stuff in her ass and, and how you're going to do that and say, oh, cops watching. I got to put the phone down and then go back to listening. Yeah, come back. Yeah, do then come, come back. back. Do come back. But yeah, take a break. So a little break. She was totally adorable. She sent me a message um, and she's like, hey, I want to follow all of you. I'm an avid listener. Da, da, da. And most of the time I won't accept. If you read my profile, it's basically it. unapproachable. I'm unapproachable. <laughs> this is not approachable. Actually, on on this one, yes, Lois, you are correct. Um, so she sends me this very sweet email about how she is really in love with like the podcast and she's supportive and blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, thinking. And I was out of town, so I didn't get back to her. And I get this thing saying friend request from so and so, and I had read the thing, and I'm like, okay. And so I go to do it, and it's gone. And I'm like, oh, okay. Did I delete it when I deleted everyone else? So I'm like, okay, I go back and I, I send her, I send the request and then I get a message back and she literally is, oh my God, you, you know, I didn't want to upset you because my hubby said that I don't, you don't accept friend requests and now I have all, it was super cute. She's like, and I was in a lot of pain. It was a really shitty day and I'm really, really happy that you accept my, you know, I have all of you now. And I'm like, what am I like the difficult to get Pokemon? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> She's the fourth Pokemon. She's the fourth Pokemon. We've actually, it's been, it's been really awesome. A lot of people have been sending their, their, uh, their thank yous and whatever just I mean we talked about the one last week and of course I do love the hate mail and and I had a really grumpy exchange uh, with someone on one of the affiliates posts and I don't even want to uh, dignify that guy. he was a total douchebag um, but uh, but you know what it's we keep coming back and we've done it 11 times and let's just keep fucking doing it and if you guys are sucker enough to listen to us then welcome yeah. to our family thank you for listening yes that's how say, you do it Bogie. uh thank you so much for for listening oh wait to hang us. on a second let me unzip your pants you're doing it wrong thank you you just caught a cock? that's what i do <laughs> isn't that how you do it Thank you for listening. So that's if that's you don't the, have that's a dick. A, that's the that's the technique you prefer. That's yeah. That's that's what I like. Because abyss get will a, do that. Get on your knees, <laughs> both of you guys. Just crawl and call. No. I would take that blowjob from both of you. By the way. Anyway, thank you so much. Uh, so what was much. it? BBW. Baby girl Eve and Lust for FBG for for mainlining our shit. Like and that. all the other <laughs> wonderful uh, emails that that we have gotten this week. Mm-hmm. Yes. We love you guys too. Very Is cool. that it? What? Yeah, Are we done with the show yet? Advice. No. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. Love and sex questions answered by the sagely wise and awesome. Us. Uh, because fuck it, the more opinions you have, the more choices you have. It's super duper important that we remind you, we, we are, are not therapists. I am. You are not. Good I not. am a therapist. You, you are not. I am a therapist. What we do is modern moderate therapy. Please don't accept that because he does not actually have a degree in therapy. Continue. I didn't say that. I just, you know, Would not you a let me finish? Finish the thing that we're not supposed to be reading. Go ahead. Go ahead. Need therapy, please get real therapy. That For actually, not we do. Pay we do. me. Yes. Here's my PayPal. I will yes. give you therapy. Please, if you need actual therapy, it is important. And this is actually advice for play, which is kind of cool. So, uh, okay, this was a few months ago. So, but back a few months ago, he says, for the past six months, I've enjoyed a daddy baby girl relationship with a sexy submissive. She and I are loving our time together. I hope we have many more years together. Last week, she asked me for a play caller. In my world, the caller is a pretty significant thing, and I'm not planning on actually quote unquote callering her. However, a play caller would be great. I know the notion definitely triggers a positive reaction in me. Any suggestions? Yes. From Flippin' Kingster. <laughs> yeah, I'm of like, course, meh, Boogie has a suggestion. Meh, meh. Look, as long as you can keep it in play and that you can negotiate very, very carefully, this is for play only because let me tell you, we've we've gone through this uh, to where the different times, um, Abyss is not full-time collared by me, but she does have a collar and we have put it on at different times and once it was more, uh, more regular. Um if you do not negotiate the fact that that's going to come off at times, it becomes a very safe kind of feeling. And I'm sure Abyss can share 
more about that. So if you're going to do a play caller, make sure that you continually negotiate as you continue to play. How are you with this? Are you, is this something you're getting attached to? Is this changing the dynamic of how you feel about me? Is this putting you in a different headspace? Because if left unattended, that can start to get really emotional and then it's no longer about play. It, it happened with me um, when I had a, a long distance relationship with the with the Dom over Skype and I lost a bet when um, the USA and Portugal played in the World Cup. And and well, we both lost because they tied. So um, he had to send me a cock shot and I had to wear a collar every time we played online. Um, but I started to get attached to the collar. And when it started getting to the point where I would take it off to go to work and drop on my way to work and start crying like all the time. And, and we got to the point where he was like, okay, don't think you should be wearing that anymore because it's you're getting attached to it in a different way. So it's definitely got to keep an eye on that. I mean, for me now, um, we've had good experiences with it. Uh, I am at a position where my play partners, I've, I've, I've played around a little bit with it, but at this point I won't use play callers with my, with people I'm playing with, because to me it is, I've, I've been on the other side of it and you do get attached and it's, it, trust me, it's hot and sexy and it can put you in a very different headspace, but uh, I'm not willing to take that kind of drop or responsibility for the person wearing it at this time. So I feel as a top, I'm not, I don't want to take the responsibility. I don't think it's a good idea for me to do that. So, but if it's something that can add to your relationship, I think it's great. I mean, it has before with us. So, hmm. I, I, I'd like to say that I used to think I was so high and above all of this that it didn't bother me at all. But a few months ago, we have a play caller. <laughs> it just so happens. I got a story there, Kathy. You suck, Boogie. Aww. Yeah, apparently he goes, call, a few call, months call, ago. when he does it, though. <laughs> well, go on a few months ago. Yeah, we had, I have a play caller, and he took it off, and he let it drop on the floor. And I freaked the fuck out. Inside. He didn't see me. I just kind of looked. I said... I just, I just have something. I said, would you mind not putting that on the floor? I don't know why. It just, it freaks me out. And he's, yeah, oh, shit. yeah sure, no problem. He had no clue. And it, oh, he it, just like took it off and he's like, I'm done with this. No, because it was at the end of a chain that was attached to the leg of his bed. So it oh, drops. It just drops when he right. takes it off. It comes down. So yeah. No, I mean, but. I didn't know. I, I never would have known. It was a, it's fun, but I always knew it had meaning because it, it means something when he puts it on me. But I don't. I didn't know it was going to affect me like that. Well, there was that. There was that time when, uh, when, when my ex and I were dialing back the the twenty four seven DS aspect of our relationship, and the caller signified we're in play mode, and off the caller meant girlfriend mode, and so then it kind of was a little bit different because it was coming on and off regularly, and it putting it on signified it's playtime. Um, but taking it off was always. A little difficult. I never, I, cause I didn't want to roll back that DS. So it was never easy for me to take it off. So my advice to him would just be very cautious. I mean, it does, it, I mean, I could see the pride and joy in Boogie's eyes when he put it on me. It was a very touching moment. Just be careful where it can lead to, especially if you're not ready or wanting it to go to that place. I will add one more thing that I just thought of. Um, <clears throat> One of the things that we focused on and talked a lot about when you had that collar and when you started to get attached to that collar is that I wanted you to be uh, more attentive to the actions that I did towards you in order to make you feel comfortable wearing that collar and that the, the collar signified the fact that I put forth the effort and that we put forth the effort in what we're doing and that the caller is just a symbol of the actions that we took. And so I think that's something really important that I like to point out about callers is that it's a thing. It's just a fucking piece of leather when it comes down to it. And it's, it's my actions that go behind it that I want you to see more than just the fact that I'm putting a collar on you. Did I just bring down the whole mood to a well, giant no. fucking bummer? No, it, but it is. <laughs> no, it is. That's true. Because um, all of the callers that I have were were free. I used to do reviews for sex toys and stuff like that. So they Which were. We all, should be doing. We should totally be doing. Send us your shit. I'll review it. I'm really good at writing. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> 
but i have like 20 collars but they're all accessories none they, none of them have emotional attachment to them none of them have special meaning but if somebody gives you a collar it's it's different that was a great question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so it. please Thank send you. in your kink, love, relationship, and sex questions in 100 words or less to pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. And please put the word advice in the subject line. Oh, my God. Um, I've been waiting for this. Mm. I have dreamed of this for so long <laughs> that we are going to just butcher this song. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Butcher. Uh, that's good. Oh, dear. We are at the time of our end of show song. And it is very important. You guys, I don't care if we fuck this up 800 times. Let's just do it. This is a very important song. That was what I was waiting for. In the land of farms, when there is injustice to cows, there is one cow that stood tall. Taste of blood like the ancient ninja as she bit the butcher's balls in half. Arr! She bit the butcher's balls in half. Arr! Arr! Yeah! Arr! Arr! I got my balls! <laughs> Lone cow. This is amazing. Lone cow. Everybody! Homicidal On her escape, her bloodlust swell, killing all across the land. She shot a kid for drinking milk, stabbed a man for eating cheese, choked a priest with a burger in his hand. Some hippie tried to stop her by saying, hey man, some people love animals too. She did a spinning back cow kick into his throat, cause he was wearing leather shoes. Then she sat on his face and pooed. Poo, 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 poo. <laughs> Killed my people, now I'm gonna kill you! Lone cow, this is an epic story of cow proportions.
Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to all of our guests and hosts, to Fee, Woo! Abyss, Woo! Boogie, Woo! Kathy, Woo! and to Mark. Woo! Thank you for letting me hit you. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit the Perverted Podcast. Or, or you, you suck. suck. And finally, please consider becoming a monthly supporter of FetLife so we have something to actually talk about each week. Until next week, my little cows, my uh, pretty piggy, no, and my no. panty-chewing goat. Fucking oh. hell. I hate you. We are out You know you only woo for yourself. No. <laughs> what? You only what? woo for yourself. What do you mean I only move for my I only woo for myself? Yep. Abyss would benefit from anger management classes. <laughs> or at least a good enema. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Maybe we can get a two for one. All right.